0: Hey Explorers, welcome to episode 253 of the TDR Now podcast. We're the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the theme parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, Shanghai Disneyland, Universal Studios Japan, eventually the Ghibli theme park, and you know, tons of other theme parks here in Japan and also Asia whenever we can travel again. <laughs> you can find us over on our website at tdrexplorer.com. We're also on All the social media under the same name. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explore. And I'm the one eating my weight in theme park food at Universal Studios Japan. (laughs) (laughs) And joining us always is the wonderful Patricia.
1: I am the one with cherry blossoms in my hair and a smile on my face. And so happy to hear (laughs) about the announcement of this lady could win. The lawsuit where she was receiving power harassment. So, justice, it's a good day. I love sweets. I take pictures. You can find me at Dream Sweets Love on Instagram and on Twitter.
0: We're going to be talking about Universal Studios Japan today. Well, mostly talking about Cool Japan. And we're also going to be talking about why we think USJ is winning the theme park game here in Japan. But before we talk about that, I want to remind our wonderful explorers about our Patreon. If you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash tdr now and we have different perks that you can get for different pledges and of course one of them is the two dollar level where you get access to our episodes 24 hours before anybody else if you want to support the show head on over to patreon.com slash tdr now and again thank you to everyone who is supporting us over there we really do appreciate it you help the show keep going so we're talking about cool japan 2022 a universal Studios japan. So it's going on until, it's on now, it started at the beginning of March, and some of it actually started earlier, like the Monster Hunter stuff started in, what, yeah. February, I think it was? Yeah. And it's all going until August 28, 2022. For this Cool Japan stuff, it's kind of, it's basically a rehash of things from years past, but that is okay, <laughs> because, you know, we the the past few years have not been ideal. Especially for the theme parks. So it's understandable that they're kind of rehashing a lot of the stuff from previous cool Japan events. But you know what? I don't care. I love it.
1: And I think because a lot of people didn't get the chance to go to the events in 2020. So I think it's kind of nice to give them give people a chance to
0: Yeah, to to kind of do it again. Yeah.
1: And also a lot of work went into those attractions. Like, for example, the attack on Titan. VR coaster, like that takes animation, and it takes like a whole bunch of work, so if they could only run it for a really, really limited time, it's kind of sad. you know what I mean?
0: yeah, it ran for a month or two, not even
1: yeah before and then they had to down. close it
0: yeah, so the attack on Titan stuff is the same as last time, effectively. Sailor Moon again is the same as the one back in 2019, but they added an extra scene into the 4D movie. Uh, Hunter x Hunter is new. That's a new yeah. thing. But it, it's just a 4D movie. And not a treasure hunt. It's more of a like scavenger hunt type of things. Same thing they do with Conan the detective. You pay for this activity and you go around the park looking for stuff. And then you get a prize at the end if you complete it. And then Monster Hunter. This is probably the, one of the bigger ones. The Monster Hunter VR experience. It's exactly the same one from 2020. I think it's a 25 minute experience where you're actually put in like full VR gear. Like there's a backpack, goggles, like headset and everything. And it's a 25 minute experience going through like you play Monster Hunter effectively. Yeah,
1: that's so cool.
0: So there's a lot going on for Cool Japan. Like this is just part of what USJ offers.
1: This is a temporary event. So if you come again next year, more than likely it'll be different.
0: Yeah, that's the thing with these. We never know what they're going to do the next year. Some things might come back, some things might not. It really depends. Like Attack on Titan of course is massively popular, so it makes sense that they brought it back. Well, I guess for this year it's kind of a rehash of everything, so yeah. But who knows what they're going to do next year? It might be the next hot thing, who knows. But also they did Demons- Demon Slayer wasn't a part of Cool Japan. Demon Slayer was its own thing. Yeah. Right? Like that was separate from Cool Japan because it just finished because it started in september last year 2021 and it just finished in beginning of february of 2022 which is outside of like the cool japan like period so it's it's really hard to gauge what they're gonna do (laughs) with this cool japan stuff which i think is also part of the the appeal you just never know what they're gonna do like they've done final fantasy in the past they've done evangelion they've done what else have they done
1: Lupin the Third.
0: Lupin the Third. Yeah, that's a good one.
1: Doraemon.
0: Doraemon. Like all these big IPs, like things that originated in Japan, of course, right? So Cool Japan is cool, (laughs) (laughs) for lack of a better term, you know? It
1: is pretty cool. And it's cool that you never know what it's going to be like. So usually, this is a special case because we've been living in COVID times. But in the past, when they bring back an IP, they change things drastically. So like hmm. take Attack on Titan, for example, they had a stage, a mix of stage and like 3D experience with like live actors, which is like really, really impressive. They've had Titan sized statues and photo ops. They've had a wax museum of horrors. <laughs> I, so, okay. Do you know? So you know how they do these clonoids, right? Yeah. They had one. Have you seen the first season of Attack on Titan? Yep, I have. So there was like Squad Levi, right? And Squad Levi gets like wiped out by like the female Titan. They had like a display, like different displays of all the Team Levi, like gruesome, like grotesque. Deaths, it was really scary looking. It looked like something out of like a horror, you know, horror house or something like that. Yeah, yeah they've yeah. done things like that. They've done the roller coaster with the music. So every year it's a little different. For Loop on the Third, they've done the VR coaster, they did a stage show outside. So you never know, even when an IP comes back, usually you never know what you're going to get because usually it's a brand new experience,
0: which is lovely. Like I, lo- I-, I love that. I love that. I n- never know what I'm going to get the next year. And it makes me want to come back. And I know like, you know, the reasoning for this is, of course, to keep the locals coming back, right? A lot of this is with locals in mind, right? Because that's where a lot of most of the people that visit the parks come from. So you have to make it enticing for people to come back over and over and over and over again. Give them so much content that one visit is not enough.
1: And I think that's part of it. But I think also it's a really big fan service. So people come from all over Japan, specifically for Cool Japan, specifically for the IP that they follow. So, for example, like, like, again, the Attack on Titan community, right? I ran into a friend who I see in Tokyo all the time, like by chance, we were there at the same time. And people will get on Twitter and they'll be like, hey, I did the blind box. I have this one. If you're in the park today, will you exchange with me? And you can exchange with people that are visiting. And it's from all over the country. So like people, because these IPs in themselves are such a big draw, it's great for the local fans, but it's also great for the people that follow that IP because they get, it's almost like um like a convention where you meet other fans that are there. So, and they can be from anywhere.
0: It kind of brings all these different types of communities together right yeah like of all these different ips like of course there's people that love sailor moon people that love attack on titan hunter hunter monster hunter conan the detective all these different you know communities come together and i i think that's it was very smart on usj's part to start something like this it just it makes so much sense and you know i love it like out of all of them that are that's happening right now i'm probably the biggest fan of sailor moon
1: oh so cute yeah
0: I grew up with it, right? So it's very natsukashi or very nostalgic for me. Conan, not so much. I've never read it. I've watched, like I've tried to watch it. It's not my thing. It just isn't, which is fine. You know, it's, yeah, it's that's not totally for everybody. Fine.
1: That's why there's something for everybody, you know?
0: Monster Hunter, I'm a fan of the games. I like it. Hunter x Hunter, admittedly, I've never watched it. So I don't know. Attack on Titan, I'm not a massive fan, but I do enjoy it. So, but- There's enough there for me to want to do it all. Like I wanna go and see this stuff. Even if I'm not like a massive fan, just the fact that it's there is cool. For sure. You know? I know for you, like you're a huge fan of Attack on Titan.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I know. (laughs) Sorry.
0: What about Sailor Moon?
1: I love Sailor Moon. I love okay.
0: Did you grow up with it?
1: Yes, I did. Long ago story. I was so into Sailor Moon, I would buy the bootleg cassette tapes. Mm. back in the early internet days so we had to we couldn't you couldn't stream or download right so i would buy the bootleg cassette tapes some of them were in cantonese <laughs> um <laughs> most of them were in japanese most of them without subtitles so i was like super 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 into it
0: i did something similar yeah i did the same thing yeah
1: <laughs> the olden <Good> days times
0: <laughs> the old days yeah we don't have to really do that anymore
1: no, no everything's at your fingertips right
0: yeah, and everything's available
1: legally, which is so nice. It's like which available nice, yeah. the next day it airs, which was like unfathomable at the time.
0: Yeah, way back in the day. Oh, no, you had to wait no, months.
1: No, no, if it came at all, right? Yeah,
0: if you were lucky, if you were lucky, yeah. So yeah, the Cool Japan stuff, like we mentioned, there's all the attractions. So Sailor Moon has the 4D movie, same with the Hunter Hunter. That's replacing the Shrek and Sesame Street 4D films so those aren't available right now it's both Sailor moon hunter hunter attack on titan is the vr ride vr coaster which overlays the space fantasy monster hunter is its own building its own thing so it's not replacing anything it's its own it's way in the back of the park it's near the front of the park but in the back if that makes any sense anyway it's a big warehouse it's where they do a lot of the horror like the horror night stuff Conan the detective is always this pretty much the same every time. They just kind of swap out stuff. I don't pay a lot of attention, I'll be honest, to it, because I don't get Conan. But there's always like a scavenger hunt, and there's always like um the dinner, like the lunch theater the thing. Dinner,
1: yeah. Yeah, the mystery and dinner the escape thing. Room. I, I'm curious because I've never done those. And I know like Hotel Albert has kind of like an ongoing story. I wonder if Attack on Titan, they change the mystery each time. I would assume so, but I'm not 100% sure.
0: Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, that's the the attractions for that. Sailor Moon, same as 2019. Uh, the Hunter Hunter. I mean, it's the first time they're doing this. So it was... I don't understand the story, I'll be honest. So I can't really speak to it too much. But, you know, it was cool. I saw it. We didn't, didn't get to do Monster Hunter because it was sold out. Because it, it was spring break. So... Yeah. I might have to go back and do that. Didn't do Conan because I wouldn't understand it or appreciate it. So I didn't want to do that. I'm sorry to people that were hoping I did. I didn't. <laughs> the Attack on Titan, I'm pretty sure it was the same as 2020.
1: It was. Yeah, it's the the VR coaster.
0: The Survive, Survive, whatever, Survival, Race for Survival. That's what's called. <laughs> I, 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 did, I remember riding it before and I got super sick.
1: Oh no
0: but this time I didn't. so I don't know oh. what changed. I don't know. I really I have no idea. I don't remember anything from the last time I did it mm-hmm. but this time I was fine. I did get a little motion sick because it actually it stuttered a little bit.
1: Oh no, yeah.
0: and then it froze at one point for about thirty seconds so everything oh. was just kind of everything just stopped like That's... even the coaster itself yeah that that was disorienting so I was like, oh what is going on? You know, you're you're not moving, nothing on the screen is moving and you're moving your head around and everything is frozen in place. Yeah. It's a, it's a little, it's very disorienting.
1: If you tell the crew member, they'll let you ride it again after that. If, if something goes wrong. I was on it the, in the first year and it got stuck. I got stuck backwards facing the barrels. Oh no. <laughs> and that was the close, I don't get motion sick, but I was getting pretty... Pretty woozy there because it's you're facing the wrong way with the video compared to the motion. And I had to close my eyes at one point because it was pretty bad. And then I explained to them, hey, it glitched out and I was facing backwards the whole time somehow. And then they, they took a group of, it happened to a few of us up to the front again.
0: Yeah. But overall, it was good. I, I, I'm enjoying the VR coasters more and more the more I do them.
1: It's so fun, man. I love it. Like the loop on the third, you're in like the car chase. What else have they done? Evangelion was wild.
0: Oh, yeah. Evangelion was crazy. Final Fantasy, that was fun too. Watching yeah. Cloud and Sephiroth fly around as they're fighting and you're just like going on, I think you're on a motorcycle or something. I can't quite remember. But yeah, you're just like flying through wherever. Yeah, it was, it was good. For me, though, and this comes to no surprise, the food was the biggest winner (laughs) for all of this stuff. (laughs) Oh, my God. They do such a good job. Yeah. We know Disney loves a moose. They really do.
1: They love their moose and their print food. Like, anything that you can print a picture on it.
0: To the point where it's like, okay, give me something else. So, not that USJ is immune to that. They did have... They had one moose dessert, but it was a it was in the shape of a donut. It wasn't just in a cup; it was part of the Sailor Moon compact. So it was like Chibi Moon's uh, her compact, right? The in the shape yeah. of the heart, oh, cute. and like the the base of it was a moose. But then on top of it was like a like a cookie with some jello. Like the heart was a jello. Like huh. they were really creative with the moose. It wasn't just slapped in a cup. So I can forgive that, even though the moose didn't really taste like anything the presentation of the whole thing was phenomenal like it looked like it could have been real wow in a, in a sense they just did such a lovely job with the with the sailor moon food like i i did a full video on it they had like a, a cafe plate they called it and it had tuxedo mask as a sandwich
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mamochan. mamutan sando wow but it, ha- it had roast duck in it, of all things. The meat was a roast duck.
1: They have really good, like, they do really interesting things with the food. Like, they've done, like, truffle oil steak. Okay, you're going to be talking about one that's coming up that I'm very excited about. But they do really interesting things with the flavors, you know? Duck, that's great.
0: It's things that you don't really expect or think of when you're going to a theme park. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And also in the tuxedo mask sandwich it was on a brioche bun roasted duck there was coleslaw and a potato salad like this was all in the sandwich i'm talking about oh,
1: that's a lot <laughs>
0: they had like a like a, I I, you know i can't i don't know if it was crepe or not but uh-huh. there was like a cape a black cape on the bun oh that you know obviously represents his cape right his black cape. Okay. and there was like a like a paper stand stuck in the bun of his silhouette of his face like his mask and his top hat there was an actual like flower in the bun, like stuck Aww. in the bun. Like it, it looked like a rose. Like it wasn't actually a rose, but it was like a really small red flower. Oh. And then there was petals. There was like actual petal, like flower petals on the dish. Yeah. Like that is detail.
1: It's pretty. That is
0: detail down to the nth degree. That is what I want when I get my th- – when I'm paying a premium for my theme park food. Yeah. That is what I want. That is the level of detail I am looking for.
1: It's not cheap, but it's – you know, it's worth what you're paying for.
0: And that dish was – I think it was like in US dollars, I think it was like $19 or $20, which is not yeah. cheap. No. But it's not outrageous either, For, for themed
1: my food. Yeah, it's not. Yeah.
0: And on top of that, it also came with a leek – potato and leek soup, which – Fine, whatever. That's part of cafe food here in Japan. <laughs> of course. Whatever, it was fine. But on top of it, though, was a heart shaped pink toasted bread.
1: Oh, so even the soup was themed.
0: Yeah, and then on the it was a fruit salad with prosciutto and like strawberries and mandarin orange. It came with French dressing. But then on top of it, I thought it was a crouton with Sailor Moon's Prism Heart Rod. Yeah, on it. I thought it was like, you know those wafers that isn't every themed piece of food known to man here? Yeah. That's printed on. No, it was cheese. They oh, printed yummy. it on cheese. <laughs> so which really surprised me because I was just thinking it was gonna be, you know, that, that
1: cardboardy wafer stuff. It's on is everywhere. Yeah. Any themed restaurant, right? Yeah.
0: Doesn't taste like anything. No, yeah. it was it was it was mozzarella cheese that was printed on. Oh, that was cool. Like that is really cool. It was really good. For what it was. And then, yeah, like I mentioned, the compact, the the Chibi Moon compact dessert was pretty tasty. They also had an apple soda drink. So they kind of, they put pretty much every Sailor Scout or Pretty Guardian into the the menu. So one was the Chibi Moon soda drink, which was Chibi Moon and the Sailor or Pretty Guardians of the Outer Planets. So it was like... Sailor Neptune, Sailor Uranus. Pluto, yeah, all those characters, right? You know the ones that have, like have the weapons? Yeah. Then they had a jelly dessert. That was, you know, like the main characters, I guess, if you want to call it that. You know, I think it was like the five guardians something. I can't remember the exact name. But it was, you know, Sailor Mercury, Sailor Mars, Sailor Jupiter, and they all had they all had like their own like little Moose, like little globe that was a moose that was flavored and colored to the sailor scout on top of blue jelly that had glitter in it and stars to look like and the galaxy. Glitter? yes,
1: oh my God, I want to eat glitter,
0: <laughs> so the flavoring of it was I just basically tasted sugar the whole time,
1: uh-huh. but uh-huh. Yeah. the presentation was really good.
0: <laughs> the presentation was really, really nice. They did such a good job with it. It's ridiculous how well they did this. I didn't do any of the Monster Hunter food. Mainly it was just like an oversized turkey leg and a yeah. churro. Yeah. Which whatever. I, I was like I'm not that interested. And same thing for Conan, it was a it was a churro and like um like a macaron, but it was in the shape of his bow tie, like his mm-hmm. red bow tie. That's cute. Again, I'm like it's cute, but I'm not interested,
1: uh-huh. I mean, there's so much to try that yeah, you have to kind of like pick and choose,
0: but I did do the attack on Titan food, which again kind of surprised me at how good half of it was. I'm gonna say half of it <laughs> The stuff in the restaurant was really, really good and worth the money. big portions, so you you got to choose between the Levi plate and the Aaron plate, the Levi plate had roasted chicken with like a black tea glaze on it
1: that's so creative that that's the one i wanted to talk about because that's such a great idea because with attack on titan so many times a lot of what a lot of themed restaurants will do is they'll they will be potatoes and bread and a stew and it's it's so it's the worst but, I love that they took you know something that could still fit in the world of the of the show, right? like, and now the world's expanded so you could add other foods finally, but you know they add the a flavor that represents the character, which I thought is so clever,
0: yeah, they did have sweet potatoes in. In but the
1: even the, even that is sweet potatoes. It's not a a freaking a potato. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a whole potato.
0: <laughs> Just a baked potato with some butter on it. or something.
1: Yes. Yeah. Like yeah, no, yeah. not even butter. Maybe some salt on the side. <laughs> you know, it's authentic. I'm like, no, we don't we don't need authentic. <laughs> sweet potato sounds like uh, like even something small like that. Like for like the fans that go to these different events, it's it's massive because we're so sick of potatoes. <laughs>
0: And then the other dish was Aaron's plate, which came with butter chicken. I asked the cast or the the, the team member what it's like. Really hard, non bread. It's not. It's not a tortilla. It's not non bread. It's like a. Does it begin with an M? Like it's a crispy type of like. It's almost like a tortilla, but it's not. I cannot think of the name. Macala? No, that's not it. I don't know. I tried looking it up earlier and I couldn't find it, but it's like oh. a, a, a really thin type of non bread or a type of, it's not a tortilla. Anyway, you use it to dip it into the butter chicken curry. There's also a skewer with meatballs that were like filled with herbs and stuff. That's cool. It was really, really tasty. And then for the desserts, I bought Levi, it's called Levi's reward.
1: Oh, I got that last time.
0: And I didn't realize that you got to keep the cup. Yeah. You actually got an actual teacup with yeah. it. I was like, oh, it's a ceramic <laughs> teacup. I didn't realize you got to keep that. Okay, cool. And it was a milk tea jelly topped with black tea. Yeah. Which I thought was very creative. I wasn't expecting that. So they brought out the like they brought out the dessert from the fridge. And I looked at it, and I'm like, oh, it's just a it's just a jelly. And then uh-huh. the girl took out like a pot and poured some. Black tea on it on the top, so it looks oh, like. Oh, so
1: they changed it. Okay. So it looks
0: like tea. It looks like tea, but oh, it's, a, it's a dessert, which I thought was very clever. And there was also a mandarin orange inside the jelly as well.
1: well okay, they changed it. That's great. <laughs> Did they have the apple? The apple one this time?
0: No, they didn't. They had a mango parfait. Oh wow. Oh no, I'm forgetting his name. What's the blonde hair guy's name? Reiner Armin. Armin. Armin, yes. They had him as a Titan as a dessert.
1: Uh, (laughs) Oh my. So it was a big parfait. Yeah. A huge parfait.
0: Gigantic parfait. And the way they designed it was so it it had that, you know, the classic wafer that was printed on that was like his Titan's face (laughs) on top of the parfait. But so the parfait came in like a clear cup, right? Oh
1: my gosh.
0: Half of the cup was coated in chocolate to look like a wall and then the back of it was like all the mango stuff. So it looked like it was a wall that the titan was looking over.
1: Oh my gosh. It was so really funny.
0: well designed. And it was really good. Like I love mango, so I'm a little biased towards mango. So yeah. it was like a mango it was a mango mousse and there's actual mango like jelly in it. It was really good mixed with the chocolate. It was delicious.
1: Wow did. I have a question. So, for the restaurant this time, were they doing the clonoids as well, or was it just like a restaurant?
0: It was just a restaurant. Okay. And then outside the attraction, they had the, the snack food stand. So, yeah. they had that. That's where we got the Levi popcorn bucket.
1: How was the. How, did you buy the, the Levi?
0: I got the Levi popcorn that came with it, the afternoon tea popcorn.
1: Oh, yeah. How was it?
0: I wanted more. Oh, <laughs> it was really good. It was sweet and it tasted like it actually tasted like tea. Oh, cool. Like it was like a it was like a milk tea kind of popcorn.
1: Was it like the one at Disney Sea like in the Duffy Land like similar flavor or different flavor?
0: A little different. It had more of a caramel taste to it.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, so it was like a tea with caramel. Yeah, it was it wasn't like straight up milk tea. A lot of people said it was milk tea, but I'm like, I comparing it to the one from Disney Sea from years before, Mm -hmm. not exactly the same. But anyway, I wanted more of it. They didn't give you enough. (laughs) They really (laughs) didn't. Then there was a churro. I think it was called A Kid with a Death Wish is what it was called in English. I got that, yeah. It was fine. It was just a chocolate churro with a bunch of icing on it. Whatever. I
1: liked it. What I like is when you buy it and the person working there, the crew will say, don't accidentally bite your hand. <laughs> you know? It's like, okay, i try not to. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: didn't hear that. Maybe I wasn't listening <laughs> close enough.
1: I love the interaction with the people. It's like so fun.
0: And the, the other one was uh, Mikasa's bun. Uh. Uh-huh. Mikasa's steamed bun. Mikasa's buns, <laughs> that sounds bad. Uh, it was it was a red Nikuman with yeah. uh, chicken and miso. It was yeah. fine. Yeah, it tastes like something you get. It tastes
1: like a steamed bun. <laughs> you yeah, know, exactly. I mean, you know. There's not so much you can do with it. So
0: it's a steam bun. Like, yeah. If you added one steam bun, they're all pretty much the same, just with a different feeling. <laughs> Overall, the food was really, really good, and I was very happy with it.
1: Oh yeah, it sounds so fun.
0: Universal here, USJ, is really killing it when it comes to the theme park game right now. Compared to Disney, hmm.
1: I mean, like all I want from like my theme park experience, right? All I want is to come out with a smile on my face, right? Yeah. You go, you buy the ticket, and I just want things to either go semi-smoothly. I don't expect everything to go perfectly because it's not a perfect world. Be able to do most of what you want to do or at least have like a, a top top three list. And if you can get that done, I consider that a win, you know, just like three things that you want, really, really want to do and not leave it up to chance, you know, and not be locked out of it if you're not quick enough with the app in the morning and, and have like a pleasant, just like a, have people smiling, like a pleasant experience with the people working there. And I feel like USJ not only meets those expectations, but they exceed those expectations, which is like, it makes it a really, really great time.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. For me personally, like having an annual pass really does help. So it alleviates this pressure a little bit, right? Because for myself, I'm like, oh, I could just come back tomorrow if I didn't get done what I need to get done. So then of course, you know, that's not everyone's experience. There's gonna be people that are going there for a one and done kind of experience. And I feel like for Universal here, if you're someone who's a one and done type of person, or you know, you know, this is your once once a year type of trip, right? You're traveling from, you know, Hokkaido or, you know, somewhere far away, or you know, you just can't come all the time. There are options. Like, the express passes, I know they're expensive, you know, it adds more cost, but I saw a lot of people using them. Yeah. And also Universal has all their single rider lines open. So there are options.
1: I have a kid in school, right? And we can't go during the weekday we can't go just any time because it depends on everybody's schedule right like if i'm working if he's in school so we don't we don't go like as often as like somebody who's living locally can go maybe we go once a year or something so when we go you know we do the hotel we get the the bullet train whatever and we do the express passes because it's just so nice to know that a hundred percent you're going to be able to do what you want to do if you're making like a a one and a half day trip or something like that, because your time is limited, you know, and it's so easy. It's like everything's just on a schedule and you don't have to think about anything. So I really, yeah, I, I really, really recommend the express pass. It just makes everything a ton easier, especially we have to go like on the weekend or during the holidays, which is always (laughs) packed with people. You know, but it's still fun. We always have fun, though, even though it's super packed. You know,
0: yeah. Like a thing that I tell people too. You know, if you don't want to do the express pass for whatever reason, I understand it's not for everybody, and that's totally fine. Utilize the the single rider line.
1: Yeah, it's still doable.
0: Yeah, like we did the single rider lines for a lot of, like we did, uh, we didn't do it for Attack on Titan, but we did do it for Flying Dinosaur. The posted time was like. Two and a half hours for a regular standby. And single rider line was, I think, an hour and a half. Yeah. There's three of us. We all got on the single rider line because we were like, you know, whatever. We don't care if we ride together or not. It doesn't matter. We waited 45 minutes. That is totally doable. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. And it was busy I would busy. say
1: be careful with the VR coaster because occasionally the single rider line is longer. Than the standby line
0: yeah it really depends on just a lot it's of. it's like factors. weird so
1: keep an eye on that yeah
0: yeah it's not, it's not always going to be super quick but at least there's an option like the option is there i think that's yeah. probably the most important thing you know option is there mm-hmm. right same thing with mario kart we did single rider for mario kart most i think out of the four or five times we rode it we only waited in standby once everything else was sta- it was a uh, single rider and the longest we waited in single rider was 60 minutes, I think, when it was posted for like an hour and a half Yeah. for single rider. So yeah, the option is there. And then also, of course, the worst kept secret is Universal here opens up well before the official opening time.
1: <laughs> yeah. So
0: if, it really depends on the day. Like they don't tell you ahead of time. So you kind of have to guess. But typically if it's like, Spring break, and they say they're opening at 9, they're probably yeah. going to open the park at 7.15, 7.30. Yeah. So always get there super early. And the good thing about that is, of course, the lines, you can pick your... You pretty much have the pick of the letter for what ride you want to tackle first with a minimal wait. But probably the biggest thing is Super Nintendo World will not have the timed entry because the system is not on yet. Because they don't turn on that system until the park is Ooh. officially opened. So... You can go into Super Nintendo World without a timed entry. I've done that a few times. So I get there, you know, 7.15, park opens, get in, and go right to Super Nintendo World and do everything I need to do before the park even opens. Nice. So there are options, and that's what I like. Disney doesn't really offer that.
1: Disney offers you the, the on the lottery of doom, where maybe you'll win something, maybe you'll win nothing. And the standby pass where there's one attraction you want to do. Maybe you want to do the newest attraction. Oops, sorry. You were a few minutes too late and now you're locked out and you can keep trying and maybe you'll get in, but maybe you won't. You know, so it's not fun.
0: No, it's not. And I don't know what what Disney is doing. I really don't. Universal, I'm sorry, I'm going to go to Universal, (laughs) even though it's further away. I live near Disney. You and I both live near Disney, yeah, but we're, we're right
1: there. We'd I have rather no go will, to USA. no will to go right now because I don't come out at the end of the day having a good time. <laughs> maybe I do. Maybe I don't. It's a lottery. It's random, <laughs> but it's stressful. It's always stressful. And I it's just, if stressful. I'm going to a theme park, I don't want stress. I'm not interested in that. There's other things I can do that don't involve stress that are also fun. So For me, that's my choice. For other people, that's not the case. Other people love going anyway, and that's fine. But for me, I'm I'm not interested in that.
0: Yeah. For me right now, I'm a little burnt out with Disney. Like I'm still gonna go. Like I'm gonna do the Easter stuff. And of course I'm doing the Toy Story Hotel. And you know, I'm gonna be doing those things, but I'm 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 not going as frequent as I normally would because well, there's no annual pass. So like if I'm gonna be spending the money to go into the park. I want to maximize my time, right? Maximize what I'm paying for. Yeah, just being able to go to Universal. It's just, I, and, and I understand I'm paying more money to go to Universal because I am a little further away, but I feel more satisfied.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Going over there. <laughs> uh, Disney, come on. What are you doing? Well, I guess we shouldn't say Disney. Oh, I'll see. Well, we'll see. What are you doing?
1: I mean, Disney in America's is having issues too. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, we won't touch that. That's a whole other thing.
1: Yeah. So, Let's well, not go mm-hmm. there.
0: That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> but yeah, Universal is killing it right now. They really, man.
1: It's just that fun. park.
0: Although they did announce today that they're um delaying the new parade until the fall, but
1: I mean, it's still COVID. I mean, we're still in yeah. COVID times, so we it's are, like, yeah. what can you do?
0: can't win them all whatever yeah. it's fine i already want to go back to universal I'm like when can i go back when can i when can i head back there
1: it's a nice it's a nice feeling to anticipate like what's coming in the future and to want to go and play again and even just to take it easy and just do like classics like jaws you know <laughs> backdraft or those like like really oh. you know like it's fun it's fun stuff like even like taking out like the new things you have a, a fun time
0: i did the extended queue for jaws for the first time ever
1: here. oh it's cool it's cool right
0: it is so detailed
1: yeah oh my
0: goodness it was real like i loved it i think we waited like almost i want to say 45 minutes yeah for it that one they didn't have the single rider open for whatever reason but okay whatever yeah the extended queue for that was wonderful i loved it I've never done it before because I've always either done single rider or the wait was never really that long yeah. to begin with. so And Mario Kart. Okay. Uh, this podcast has gone on a little longer, but that's okay. <laughs> Mario Kart. Okay. Is it the greatest ride in the world? No. Is it fun? Yes. And I think that is the important part, especially when it comes to the power-up bands, the friends that I was with, the reason why we wrote it so many times is because we were trying to collect all the stamps. Oh. We were like we we were strategizing with each other. We were talking. We were like, okay. <laughs> how do we find this item? How do we do this? How are we going to do that? Okay, and like we were strategizing, and it was like it was a very social thing. Yeah. Which, I kind of I miss right, and it's just yeah. Even though like like the Mario Kart ride, you know, it didn't meet a lot of people's expectations whatever
1: it's the theme park community so i'm not i'm not gonna touch that but yeah i haven't tried it yet so i can't speak one way or the other i i have an idea of what i think it's gonna be but i mean it looks maybe fun
0: it was fun i i enjoyed doing it and as as a gamer myself collecting things and Uh like doing achievements and stuff like that i love that stuff so the fact that there's a lot of replayability to this is very smart so it makes me want to write it again. I'm like, okay, I missed this that one time. Okay, now I need to write it again. Or like, I failed that time. Okay, well, I'm going to get back in this hour line just to try again. <laughs> like, we did that a couple of times and it was wonderful. It was fun. It was really fun and I really enjoyed it. That kind of made up for, you know, how some of the tech in it is kind of like, okay, well, it was Okay. But just, like, the overall experience is there. And it's it's great. It, it, it's really fun. I kind of hope they, like, once this is out for a little bit longer and, you know, people start getting all the achievements, that they change some of the stuff and they add even more.
1: Oh, cool. Or change up yeah, the they could do that, right?
0: They could easily do that because all the achievements and stuff that you have to get are all in the VR helmet has nothing really to do with the physical part of the the attraction. It's oh, wow. all what's on screen. So it, it it's things like don't hit like regular characters, only hit the bad guys or hit these blocks that are hidden that you have to look for while you're riding. Things like that. Yeah. Or hit this character with 20 shells in one one playthrough or collect this many coins in one playthrough kind of thing. Okay. So I think I think they did a really good job with that, and it's just like it just makes me excited just to like ride it again. And yeah, did a good job. Cool,
1: <laughs> cool Japan is cool.
0: <laughs> Overall, yeah, cool Japan, Universal Studios Japan, they are killing it. Even in the COVID times, they're doing they're doing wonderful. Disney, come on, please. We're rooting for you. <laughs> just just bring back the APs and make things not such a gachapon. <laughs> you know? Like and please come up with something more creative than a moose in a cup. I beg of you. Or something printed, more creative than a moose in a cup.
1: Food, printed cookies everywhere.
0: Come up with something, please.
1: Come I mean, on. it's not coming up with something. They they they're able to do it. They've done it in the past, but it's it's a cost. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure it's a cost thing. It's just cost cutting.
0: Before we go, we're going to thank some wonderful explorers who are supporting us here on the show. So, a big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, Adam, Amanda C, Amy B, Amy C, Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Brent M, Carrie, Chris B, Claire, Claudia, Dave, David, Baker, Kevin, Shani B, Harry, Marina and Anais.
1: Thank you to Jamie, Jose, Kathy, Lee, Murray H. Michelle, Murray, Sophie, Spoopy, Thomas, Kay, Alexandra, Lizzie, Amy and Andy, Dana, Cassandra, Annie, Sonia, and Isabel.
0: So make sure you leave us a review on whatever platform that you're listening to us on and make sure you hit that subscribe button, that follow button. It's different across all the platforms. And you can find us up on our website at tdrexplorer.com, same name, all across social media. I am one of your hosts, Chris. <sighs> I don't know. I just want, I want something other than a moose to eat on camera for once. So please give that to me. That is, that is what I want. <laughs> and joining as always is the wonderful, wonderful Patricia.
1: Um, I am now dreaming of the next cool Japan. Cause I have a feeling the next time they do attack on Titan, it'll be related to like the final season and it'll be pretty epic. And I'm so curious as to what they'll do. So yeah, fun times. I love USJ. You guys, um, what have your adventures at USJ been like? Tell us be pre-COVID times or if you're in the country right now, like if you're having fun, let us know what you're up to, what you like, and keep exploring.
0: For Explorers, until next time.